This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You cannot talk to me. Hi, Swallowers. Welcome back to the salacious and the indecent <laughs> Hard to Swallow podcast. And I'm here today with some Negroes I know. Do you know her? Yes. <laughs> Bitch, y'all better know them about now. I do. The House of Swallow. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> so I'm here today with my boy, Lyrical Mar on Twitter and Instagram as Lyrical Mar. Back again. Back to back, may back, stack the M's. Oh, hey. this please. Oh. Oh. See? Hey. Every, every time. <laughs> oh, okay. And Barbara. With my girl, my girl, my girl, Lindsay Wagner on Instagram as Lynn's Wags and on Twitter as Lynn's Wagner. Back to them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fuck with Barbara nah, like that. I, I love Barbara. I do. Talk and then Barbara. I have the last and only Bolin oh. girl, Jay Bolin, on Twitter and Instagram as Jay Bolin. I, 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 I. Okay. You will not. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, honey. Nicki Minaj. Barbara. We call her BB for short. The BB of our times. So I have a few congratulations to make. Um, I want to say one, actually. Thank you to all of the fans. You know, well, let me not fans, our family. I appreciate you all listening to the broadcast as usual, per usual. You guys really come through. Um, At this current time, we're at 3.4 thousand downloads. Hey. I love wow. y'all. Yes. Holding it down. They love that for RuPaul's the Drag Race um, okay. skit. All right? So, I just want to give also some <laughs> congratulations to Marseille Martin. Or is it Marseille? She is the youngest executive producer in Hollywood ever. Yes. With the movie Little with Issa Rae and Regina Hall. For those who don't know who yeah. she is, she's from Blackish. We'll be there. Congratulations. We'll be there. I also want to give a congratulations to Letitia James, first black attorney general sworn into New York State. Ah, yes, Letitia. Okay. <laughs> That's Tish Tish. No, That's Tish, honey. Tish James from the BK. And I also want to give a congratulations to a ballroom member and now social media icon, Destiny West, a.k.a. Super Gay. Lee Daniels Yay! announced that he will be doing a superhero gay film with him. Yeah. He Yay! is on social media as he's so southeast. You know what I wish? I wish it was a like a a TV show, 30-minute TV show. Yeah, that would be cute. That would be cute. Uh-huh. It can have the theme song from Kim Possible. You can bring other bitches in and have them do karate chops. You know, I, I wish that Lee Daniels wasn't doing it, but anyway. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Well, who would you rather? I don't know, child. He works my nerves, but anyway. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. I actually put him. Well, oh, wait, no, I actually love y'all in case y'all want to give me a job. I, I love Lee Daniels. Y'all tried it. 
What? Mm. I love him. Whoa. He's definitely Big Daddy. Somebody else is letting shit slide. Don't you have a congratulations <laughs> to give, Miss <laughs> Miss Wagner? Mm. Don't you have a congratulations to give, Miss Wagner? Yes, I do. I would like to congratulate Cardi B and those other two girls because I can't, you know, Kamisha is still in I idiot. think they might be but called the, the city girls. Oh, JT yeah. and Carisha, honey. Carisha and JT. Who? Yeah, whoever. Who? Um, Carisha is still an idiot. But I'm going yes, to she start, is. I do want to give my congrats to them on that glorious video for twerk. Um, it was kind of a celebration. It w- it wasn't kind of. It was a re- revelation and a celebration. All those beautiful brown asses clapping. <laughs> um, yes, ma'am. Cafe Olay asses, chocolate asses, caramel colored asses mm-hmm. clapping under the sun. Really was like resounding applause, celebrating black femininity, black womanhood. The black female figure, our swag. Child by, child by. That was a twerking video. Oh, okay. You can No, take- but it was a celebration of us owning our um, sexuality and our blackness at the same time. We yeah. don't always have to be saddled down with these social political themes, you know, like fetishization, really sexualization. We can have fun too. And this is also. Um, serving as a, you know, a learning lesson for all, that Black women are always at the crux and the center of pop, what's popular, what's hot, what's current. We set the trend. All right. And I for once, we were, you know, sitting in it and enjoying it and having fun and being carefree, and I loved it. So Me too. I, I live for that video, huh? That video was everything. I love a good fat ass in my group. I love a fat ass and a twerk, bitch. I don't care who doing it. Okay. I don't. So I also (laughs) want to move on and give a shout out to one of our emerging artists for this week, Trey Warp. Yes. He has a single out on all your music platforms called Walk Away in Quotations Goodbye. And I'm going to play a little clip for you right here. No. Fine. Tell me where do we go wrong? Is it too late to make it right? Cause I don't wanna fast, no baby, I don't wanna fight. It's over and through it, I'm honest and new shit. It wasn't love, it was just an illusion. Ooh, and I should've knew it. You wanna trust, but you couldn't produce it. We jumped the gun and we bit the bullet. You had my love, it's too bad that you blew it. We had a and that is Ow. 20 seconds of goodbye by Trey Ward. Ow. Because that is the legal limit. That was only 20 seconds. I'm gaga. I was just getting into it. My ass is starting to clap. I, I actually might go and listen to this one. Okay. <laughs> you want me to clap? Oh, this one. <laughs> did, did you catch that shade, Mark? Okay. This one. <laughs> no, that's my boy. He's also in the House of Garcon, and I support my brother's opportunity. Yay. Again, yes. check it out wow. on social media. Walk Away Goodbye by Trey Ward. Love it. All right. All right. I was here for it. Yes. So we're going to move right in into our hot topics of the week. Mm. You know, I got, let's get this right out of the way. Right out of the way. We're going to talk about a midget, last name Hart, first name Kevin. Oh, God. And his apology Gwen. and not wanting to be an ally. <laughs> it's not his dream. 
So he Just apologized on Straight from the Heart on his show on January 7th. And, you know, it was pretty sincere. He said, we thought it was okay to talk like that because that's how we talk to one another. This is wrong now because now we're in a space when I'm around people of the LGBTQ community and I'm now aware of how these words make them feel and why they say that shit hurts because that's what I've been through. Mm. So that was all fine. I think he was prompted uh-huh. to make this response because, as you may not have known, on January 4th, Don Lemon called him out and extended an invitation for him to become an ally. And Kevin Hart basically said that that's not his dream. It was He never dreamed of being an ally for the LGBTQ people. <laughs> and he doesn't <laughs> like the forcefulness of people putting that on him or being pressured to. Um <laughs> Lindsay, you want to take us off? Listen, I know, you know, the guys don't agree. They ain't even want to talk about this. But I felt that it was really important that we touch on this, on this show. Um, you know, that last comment really struck a chord with me. And that's the only reason why I wanted to continue the conversation. I'm not even really going to discuss Kevin Hart because... You know, he was homophobic when he first made those tweets um, eight fucking years ago, eight or nine years ago, and he's still homophobic. And he's entitled to still be homophobic. He can actually be homophobic until the day he dies. That's not the point. It's not. The point is, a lot of people have it misconstrued on what an apology really is. Can we start there, bitch? Can we start with... What what constitutes an apology? Um, first, you have to have, you know, empathy. A meaning. Right? Empathy and meaning. Have it. Empathy. And um, you know, recognizing the impact and the effect of the offense, separating your intention. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which would be, I guess, accountability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You okay? Um, not centering yourself, mm-hmm. and then you apply what you've learned. Mm-hmm. Commit to making a change, mm-hmm. and then promise to do better. Yes, also known as fucking atonement. He did not do any of these things, nor does he need to. Um, the only one that demanded something of him was Don Lemon. And Don Lemon needs to understand that the LGBT, I, you know, IA, QIA community is not a monolith. Mm -hmm. Um, he doesn't speak for everyone. We don't need him or anyone else to be anything. And I say we because, especially for the black and brown, you're a part we're all a part of the same community. Yeah. Your sexuality has nothing to do with any of that in my book. Absolutely. We don't need anybody to be a fucking ally. And I'm very disgusted by the docility that's expected from the queer community. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of responses about, well, he's ignorant. What does that have to do with me? Demanding respect. What is what does that have to do with anybody being mad? So the queer community can't be mad. We have to just let that let was it slide what I was bothered by. Ignorant. Yeah. 
Like, we don't, it, they, they literally was taking away, stripping us from our right to be angry. No one was forcing Another him to apologize. silencing the community for their own benefit. Let me tell you something. We know this motherfucker don't want to be no ally because when you're an ally, allyship is about skip, <coughs> stepping outside of your privilege, right? Mm. And giving it up. Checking your fucking peers. Where it would benefit you. Mm-hmm. When giving it up in a situation where it would benefit you. See, what he thought was he was going to say, I'm sorry. And see, a lot of people think when they physically, you know, when they say, I'm sorry, that grants you automatic absolution from everything. Like it wipes the slate clean. It no, you clean. have work to do, my friend, when you're making an apology. Mm-hmm. You have work to fucking do. And let me tell you something. Keep the same energy, Kevin Hart, because you can, you don't want to fuck with gay people. And that's fine. You don't have to. But guess what? You don't get to bellyache, pussy, pussy nigga. You don't get to bellyache about your bag being stopped or them, you know, saying people are billing you, bullying you or forcing you or trying to destroy your career. No, your homophobic tweets contributed to, to the that. possibility of your career being destroyed. And let me extend and, on that really quickly. You also, when you apologize, you said if anyone wants to believe that Kevin Hart is that much of a monster, then he wouldn't love somebody because of their choice in life, then all power to them. You literally revealed that you still feel the same way that you feel. You don't fuck with gay. Your opinions are still <laughs> homophobic. So, I th- I think that some people don't realize that there's some, like some type of spectrum to this shit. Really, there's like a Kinsey scale to this shit, mm-hmm. and like whether the, whether you're on the overt or covert end, and it doesn't change the fact that you're still homophobic. No, it don't. <laughs> Just mean, because you, you have a gay friend doesn't, or you like no. E.J. Johnson. <laughs> Or you don't hate all gay people. No, it's not a saving grace for you. (laughs) It's not. And everybody jump into this nigga's defense like, seriously? Why the fuck do y'all care how many times this nigga gotta apologize? Why was it so urgent? Why do people think one apology saves you? He gets to have to apologize until he makes it right. Just like in the fucking real world. I don't care whether he's a celebrity or not. Kevin Hart can suck a collective dick. Ooh. I a I never one. really fuck with Kevin Hart, so I didn't really care so anyway. much about this. So, but what I yeah, will say either. is, I wasn't forcing him to do shit. I'm speaking as a black gay man on this subject because his comments were directed towards many of us on the show. Yeah. So, oh. what I will say yeah. is, I wasn't asking him for an apology. What I w- don't. I, there, this imaginary slander campaign that he has in his head that's happening to him, him playing victim is what was really getting him on nerves. Um, and Ellen, first of all, do not come in and, and on your um, white woman rug, okay, <laughs> and try to quiet the darkies yeah. because you want to be a patron saint to this nigga. Fuck him. You ask us and to pr- mind the your fucking business. Affected, the vitriol was um, directed toward the black LGBTQIA mm-hmm. community, not you. So mind your White business. women always got to, you know, put up their hand and quiet the waters. Shut, mind your fucking business, Ellen. Please. 
And I, I was actually like, slightly, I was slightly shocked at how easy Ellen let him get off. Oh my god! Because usually she's more time. passionate about this, right? Yeah. But I think in that moment, she really showed her white woman ways. I mean, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Her wanting to play savior. Mm-hmm. In that moment, and on the issue that really was not about you, Chelsea Handler wouldn't have said that shit like that. She would, yeah, she would have yeah. jumped in his shit a little bit. I don't and, trust uh, none of them. Oh, well, <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So don't silence us and tell us that we can't be angry. You have the right to feel the way that you feel, and we have the right to be angry. That's all I want to say about it. Um, right. <laughs> all right. And I feel like this topic is something that's not finished. I don't feel completely settled by it. So we may this be talking about it Kevin again. Hart. Yeah. This is bigger than Kevin it's Hart. It's way bigger than Kevin Hart. It's way bigger than Kevin Hart. And I'm uh, going to keep on talking. I don't give a fuck who don't like it. How about yeah. that? Oh, and on a light note, I do need people to understand the, the, reason, the reason that our anger about eyelashship is so great it's because allyship to me, in my eyes, and many of our eyes, is the bare minimum. You know, it's not like we were asking you to be an advocate. It's not like we we're asking you to be an activist. Where we're asking, we weren't asking you to be a, a, um, a driving force in law change or to be on the front lines at a fucking you know, we're a march. We're asking for to recognize the humanity in other fucking people. Literally, that's it. That's it. And look these terms up and realize the difference between them. Like, allyship is checking your friend and, and using your privilege to, you know, when it matters. Like, as Lindsay said earlier. So it's. Like I said, it's about stepping out. So is about stepping, stepping outside stepping of your privilege. Outside of your privilege and giving it up in situations where it would benefit you. Yeah. So it's it's not as hard as people make it. And so to say it's not your lifelong dream is really you're being dramatic. And I'm You're being disrespectful. And disrespectful. And you're also showing how homophobic you are and that's Absolutely. okay. And he was trying to be funny when he said that's not my dream. Oh, that's God. that's the gag behind it. Let's move yeah, forward. Some homophobic right. straight men, I'm sure they fucking agreed and was glad he said it. That's fine. <laughs> some people disagree with our stance on this, but Ultimately, that's just what it is. He's homophobic. So let's move forward. Boom. Soldier Boy attack. He's swinging in a room with no one there, but he's attacking Kanye, Tiger, and Drake in his head. Mm-mm-mm. So it all started when, you know, Spotify and other platforms were talking about who's the best comeback of 2018, and it wasn't him. <laughs> and so when he saw names like Tiger on there, um, you know, he was like, Tiger. <laughs> he went on to the breakfast and it didn't stop there. Then he went on to Kanye and he even went on to the Breakfast Club. He did a, a, a interview with OK. And you know what? Maybe the nigga has some points. Maybe he didn't. He had a few. But let's start this off with Jay. Damn it. Listen, 
Soldier Boy said he had a point to prove. Fuck what y'all heard. He said he is an, a pioneer in this motherfucking game. Okay. He said that you gr- that you girls would never have taken on to getting on the social media and playing your music the way that he did because he was the first, okay, back in the MySpace days. Which is um, true. I will say this. I have been to a Soldier Boy concert back in like 2007, Chad. My girl, oh, right. okay. They they dragged me there, honey. Oops. And when I tell you that this interview was ten times more entertaining than that damn concert, <laughs> you know how fun. Girl, that shit, first of all, he was up there singing A Bay Bay. Sir, that is not your song. I don't want to hear you singing A Bay Bay. That's oh not your song. God. But then, Maybe he produced the beat for it. But then he had cover for hip hop. Like <laughs> I don't know. Hip cover. Oh my but God. then he did do the like he had everybody do the crank that challenge up there on stage and he was picking out who his favorite was and my friends got up there and did their little dance. But this interview was ten times more entertaining because this shit was over there in Chicago Heights, honey, and and you Midwest girls, you Chicago girls, know the Chicago Heights is a little bit ghetto, a little <laughs> over there, honey, a little ghetto. And, <laughs> but he does have some points. Like I will give him this. He he did get picked on a lot, which is what he which is what he kept saying how. Now everybody does these dancey type songs and it's okay. And how, you know, even like the older heads do them now, like people you consider legends, like snooping them, even do these types of songs now. But he was like, but when he came out with Crank That, everybody said that he was killing hip hop. He got like, you know, Red Fulfilled by like um, yes, IT, by Snoop, by he all did. these other legends uh-huh. were coming at his head. But now the thing that he was doing 10 years ago is now also popular and the thing to do, which I did agree, I agree with him with all. Yeah. He did kind of pioneer that whole little era. Um, mm-hmm. Soulja Boy definitely was a big deal during, during those years. So I got him on that. However, I don't feel like, did you discover, like, are you, did you discover Drake and, or you put Drake on? I don't know if I can agree with that. I sure. Oh. He, he might've, he might've borrowed your flow for that song, but what I ain't song? gonna agree with the fact that you put him on. What song did he say that he stole his phone from? Uh, from "Kiss Me Through the Kiss Me Through the Phone" was the song of Soldier Boys, and then the song of Drake was like Dre's first song. I don't remember the damn song, Jail. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. But he also said he put Tiger on, and um, I was up last night late in well on Saturday. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. I was up late on <laughs> Thursday. I was up oh. late on Thursday. But um, he was talking literally on live, talking about, I beat Tiger ass. He don't. He know he can't beat me in a fight. He used to sleep on my couch. Oops. And I was like, Miss Thing, why you have to take it there? Yeah, well, first like, of all, he, he, he already took it there. In the interview, he literally said, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. The nigga who let Travis Scott steal his bitch. The nigga who let Travis Scott nut in his one. Like, he been oh took it. He was, he was being disrespectful in that interview. Oh you know, he was taking it. No, he was. I mean, only but, thing that I saw Tiger do so far is he made a post on his social media comparing his Spotify stats to Soldier Boy Spotify stats. Which is, and it's no shade. Soldier Boy, like, you did not have the biggest comeback of 2018, girl. Like, what And to be clear, Tyga beat him in every category. Soldier yes, Boy, Soldier Boy is trending 
for many, for many reasons. Um, I'm entertained. That's all I got. <laughs> I am too. I'm entertained. Um, hmm. I want to see him win in some kind of way. Me um, too. But he don't know when to stop. I can tell you how he can win. First, wash your face. Oh, second. Okay. <laughs> Listen, um, listen. There needs to be some rehydration. Yes. Um, he looks very dry, and I'm not a fan of a cactus. But what I will say is that in gray, you know, gray. And back dry. in my high school years, he was monumental in um, a movement for <laughs> dance. And oh. if he wants to somehow still be a beacon of light in today's industry, yeah. you know, put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> but wash um, your face Do less drugs It's aging you mm-hmm. It's no reason a man in his 20s Should be looking 35 mm. Oh wait But before I forget My favorite part of that interview Is when he got Kanye West The fuck together I think he, he sure ran the fuck out of Listen, Kanye West This man said like that? He Because did. they asked well, because I guess of what Kanye said on The Breakfast Club when Kanye basically said that he was a genius and that he was Walt Disney and that he was um, um, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, yeah. Soldier Boy Walt, said, Walt you Disney. ain't Walt Disney, you ain't Steve Jobs, <laughs> you ain't none of that, bro. You kissed them folks' asses at Louis Vuitton and you kissed them folks' asses at Adidas. And then Charlemagne jumped in and said, don't say asses, just say them white people asses. Oh. And you came out with two pair of goofy-ass tennis shoes. And that ain't <laughs> enough, bro. I'm younger than you. I'm flyer than you. You crying every week on Twitter about Drake. You got to stop that shit, bro. You look like... Oh, no. He said he looked better than him, too. he did him. He said he looked better than him? He said, he like, I make more money. I'm more successful than you. I look better than you. He can't buck. He talking about Kanye West? Yes. Yes. Uh, It's a little skewed, but... uh, (laughs) He was like, I think he even said he's a better producer than him. He's chewing it. I I, I thought that that was a reach. (laughs) <laughs> and do I think that the Yeezys are ugly? Yes, yes. I do. Yeah. Um, they look just because sexy people wear them don't mean they look good. That's true. They're let's ugly be, be and clear. they're overpriced. He's not lying on no, that. No, I know, the overpriced part I completely agree with, but yeah. I don't think Yeezys are ugly. I don't think they're. Oh. They're, not, they're not even crocodile. They look, oh, Why are they eleven hundred dollars? Chaba. I think ugly is a stress, but I, I don't think it's everybody's taste. They are overpriced though. But I see the appeal. It's a gym. Yeah, it's, a, appeal it's a gym shoe. I mean, it's what the fuck are we, what, what are we doing here? Shoe. Gym shoe, sneaker. It's a gym pump. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gym pump. If you don't move, Marcus. <laughs> 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 I'm over this. But, bitch, stop it saying you put long. people on. Just because they slept on your couch, they are responsible for their own careers. That, that was tired of him to say Yeah, that. it was tired for him to say. He right. said somebody else's name I can't even remember. He, yeah, he said, so he said a couple of them people he said slept a couple on his people. couch before. Actually, no, he went on to say that I put on majority of the people of this generation. I said, okay, bitch, you are reaching here. I know Chris Brown was uh, at his house like, yes. Chris Brown was over here laughing. Oh, yeah, don't they, uh-huh. don't they go at it? They, what they did. Well, you know, they, they well, he claimed that they're friends, they're friends again. Yeah, you know, they went over Soldier Boy like uh Karushi's picture. You know, that's back when Chris Chris Brown is a fool. No, Chris Brown and Taurus. He waiting on him to try it so he can knock his ass out. Chris Brown is paying it as a legend like he should. Legend. Uh, legend. Let's say that for the Legends uh-huh. panel. Uh-huh. Let's say that for the Legends panel. Uh, but we yeah, gonna no move along. You. 
So yeah, move along past that one. <laughs> Let's talk about y'all's presidents of the underworld. <laughs> Donald Trump oh. serves Clemson football team fast food. Mm. So, you know, after they won <laughs> the National College Football College Football Championship, the Clemson Clemson football team was served McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, and Domino's. And my first mm-hmm. thought was, damn, they're not even zer- deserving of Chick-fil-A and Pizza Hut. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Trump said that he blamed it on the partial government shutdown, and that's why they were served that. But the, the what government do you guys think that, about this? That you started. Oh, okay. Hey, I, like, so, oh, you blaming on yourself? What I found funny, okay. What I found funny about it was he was like, you know, got some great people here that got this all together because the staff is not here because of the shutdown, and uh, this is good American food. I'm like, what kind of country are we in? Are we in a poor country? <laughs> I, I didn't know what he was talking about. Like, he was like, we got great American people here that put this all together. We have some of the best. Fast food American restaurants. And it was, and first of all, the McDonald's that they had, this is a key part that pissed me off. <laughs> they had Big Macs. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that What's you. What's the shade about the Big Mac? You're going to go to McDonald's and get the Big Mac for the girls? You didn't even. That's, the, <laughs> that's a classic, but it's still the worst one. <laughs> it's still Not the worst. Not even the gourmet one. Or the Not artisan club the chicken sandwich. I was pissed. Honey, somebody said you didn't even have a McRib there, girl. Not even no, no. no, let me tell you something. Um, first of all, these big hungry, these big hungry boys. First of all, this is what they eat after practice. What the okay. fuck, exactly. God? You're trying it. <laughs> um, and I hope all of them left the present. After eating all that garbage food, not I hope present. they left presents in those uh, no, presidential no. toilets. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Uh, wait of course a minute. they did. This elitism around fast food. Let's let's squash it now, uh, bitch. No, it's still good like food. It. This no, ain't got no, nothing. No, 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 no. Well, like you tell me. No, 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 no. I don't like the fact that he invited them to the White House to eat food that they eat after. And breakfast. that's the point. That is the point. It's not that it's McDonald's and Burger King. It's that, bitch, this is the White House. This is the fuck. This is a prestigious. This is a place that people rarely ever come. And you go feed them shit they can get down the street. Child, they could have they got Whole Foods hot bar for all that. Oh, I okay. have never known that Donald <laughs> Trump was really Ronald McDonald Trump. I did Donald not know. Donald Trump was so inside. <laughs> he was his bloated self. He probably loads up on his kids. <laughs> Bitch, he was like, you, you going to eat that, that Big he Mac? Was he was like, I'm going to have me a Big Mac. I'm going to have me a strawberry shake. I'm going to have me... Oh, he was having a good time. He was like, "You gonna eat that pepperoni, <laughs> baby?" Girl, gagging, bloated self. He was so well, excited. What killed me was the fact that Lincoln's picture was perched up in the damn diner hall, looking down at him like the girls, looking down at the fucking peasants, like they just a daughter, bitch. I, all I could think of was, uh, uh, what's it called, Game of Thrones, shame. 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 Fucking Big Mac. Can't this believe Sam Lincoln, he he's really thinking, how do all these darkies get up in here? I ain't signed. I ain't. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's my, that piece of paper I signed, bitch. <laughs> Not darkies. <laughs> that piece I'm, of burger. About y'all coming up in here. I'm fucking you up for darkies. <laughs> but sites. I do want to say that <laughs> Stephon Curry's wife, Aisha Curry, Good Morning America's Michael 
Is it Strahan? Strahan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And co-owner of a fancy-ass restaurant in Chicago called Alenia's. His name is Nick Kukanas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he extended an invitation to feed the t- all of these people extended an invitation oh, to feed the team yeah absolutely because it's not that the food is bad it's just that these people just won a national championship they deserve the best of the best caviars steaks and I'm talking about a good cut of steak without the fat bitch I'm talking about lamb chops yeah leave a little bit of fat on there bitch yeah shit I actually been to the White House and in my one visit, I ain't do nothing prestigious as that. But bitch, we got served some amazing food. Mm-mm-mm. So I ate better than these motherfuckers. Wasn't that during Obama times? <laughs> it was during Obama's time, Obama administration. And I was there for um, a summit about LGBTQ rights, but whatever. Uh, it was about youth. Whatever. Well, there ain't gonna be none of that going on this time. Oh, absolutely. So, the fuck I'm not. I'm glad you had your chance. I had my chance. Ain't no they don't even fight. know that part of the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But Trump, I'm, I'm sorry, Ronald McDonald Trump, you gotta do better. Yes. We can't. Better. Yeah. Goodbye, Count Olaf. Yeah. And we don't <laughs> really talk about you because you're not a factor. So this will be the last time we talk to you for a while. He could have got cold. Mm-hmm. He could have got Golden Corral. I'm just saying. Bitch, you could have got Chick-fil-A, like I said. Bitch. You couldn't even get the good chicken I'm not use, I'm not using Chick-fil-A. You know okay, that. yeah, the homophobic the chicken. Homophobic, homophobic chicken. Homophobic mm-hmm. homophobic well, chicken. that would have worked for him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, moving right along. Give me that moving cup along. and put some champagne in here. Mm. Oh, yeah, please, please refill my cup. Ooh. <laughs> Again? Come up over. Oh. <laughs> oh. You know, my cup is full. Yala voice. Uh, so let's... Bye. Can we talk about Rihanna suing her own father? Child. At first I was like, bitch, wait a minute. Why? And, okay, so the singer alleged that her father, Ronald Fenty... Mm. and his partner, Moses Perkins, are falsely representing their company's affiliation with her, according to CNN. Mm. The two launched Fenty Entertainment, which is a production and talent company in 2017. Which, okay, that's his last name, so I didn't want to jump to the defense and say that that was bad right away. But it seems that he's, they're misleading in their representation of Rihanna. Uh, Rihanna has alleged that Fenty and Perkins her father and Perkins negotiated an unauthorized deal for her to perform 15 shows in Latin America for $15 million and two 15-minute sets at Cali Bash at Staples Center and T-Mobile's Arena for $400,000 so you making money off Rihanna's name and Rihanna ain't got shit to do with your company does Mm. anybody want to take us off? Wow. How do y'all feel about this shit? All I'll say is, you know, when she started to become famous, she spoke briefly about her father, and she said it was a troubled relationship. Her father was an alcoholic, did not treat her mother well, did not treat her and her brother well. Um, But I don't know if they even since mended it, but, you know, he appears in pictures, and I think... When there are important events, he's there. But I think she keeps him at arm's length, and this was the last straw. Like, basically, he ain't never been shit. And he's proving that once again. And she had to do 
what she had, she felt she had to do in order to take control of her, um, you know, well, to be fair, she said, The only good thing that came out of it was her, him giving her his name. Yeah. Because Fenty is catchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so she sent multiple cease and desist orders, and he ignored all of them. Mm-mm. So that's why it came to this. And she did say on Oprah that actually her father taught her everything that she know. Mm-hmm. And so it, this is complicated. And it is his last name, bitch. Yeah. So, um, so no, you don't have rights to that name. Her how to hustle. She apparently still has something against him for her to do it. Yeah. But I'm with her anyway, she goes, because I like Rihanna and I like the decision she makes. I like the decision. On this one, I'm all for it. You know, I was really surprised by the number of people, like, calling her ungrateful for suing her father. Like, that's mm. his name. He gave you that name. He can do whatever he wants with yep. it. Get the but fuck out of here. bigger than that. <laughs> yeah, get the hell out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> Y'all are all yeah. the same. Y'all hear those people out. Hear them no, out. fuck some people. Girl, Fenty could have been Johnson... <laughs> <laughs> okay, any other damn last like, girl, fuck him, man. Fuck y'all for thinking that. Girl, she don't mm-hmm. that man shit. And she gonna show him she gonna show him another trick because she's suing him and then signed uh like some big deal with the um parent company for Louis Vuitton and some, you know, luxury brand to to make Fenty a luxury name. So she's not oh, doing the fifteen shows. She's not doing No, oh, okay. He, she signed that up for her. Himself without even speaking to her. Mm-hmm. He tried it. He tried, he really it. tried it. And so what happens is it's like he gets that money and then it creates this obligation that makes her possibly look bad. What mm-hmm. a, you know, and that it's not fair. And on side of that, I'm just gonna talk about the way business is. If she coined this name and decided that she was gonna use Fenty as a business, you know, make it a brand, yeah. it's hers to use. Whether he gave her that name or not. Yep. Boom. Yep. That's how the, you know, hey, business that's work. That's the lesson for today, honey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, well. That's the biggest lesson. Sorry, Papa. Eat on bunk You on can't that. use my name. <laughs> no, oh, no. What was that? What was <laughs> next, next topic. Please. Next topic. Next topic. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. <laughs> Please. Don't do <laughs> Oh my God. No. Stop. 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 Okay. Drum, drum, like a drum line boogie. No, see, we had enough of this in the last episode when we talked about her. No. Okay, we're going to stop. We're going to stop. Okay. Uh, Can we talk about Tiffany Pollard? So she. (laughs) She. Hey, New York. Hey, New York. For those who don't know who that is, that's New York from um, I Love. New no, York. I mean, Flavor Flav yeah. show. Yeah. I love New York and Flavor of Love. Yes. Um, the legend. Reality TV icon, by the way. The original yeah. HBIC. Do your motherfucking research. But anyway, so she um, she made Big Brother. She wanted more money. They were offering her like a couple hundred thousand dollars, like $250,000. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and she heard, it came across her ear, that they paid... Amorosa $3 million mm-hmm. to appear on Big Brothers. Allegedly. Uh-huh. Yep. Tiffany Pollard as a reality TV icon, somebody that put Brick Brother, UK, the UK version, on the map, actually. People from America was watching it because of her. 
She was like, mm-hmm. can I at least get a million dollars? Yeah, she deserves it. Mm-mm-mm. And so let's talk about it. Did she deserve the money? Absolutely. Yes, she does. I, yes, she does, because she'd have brought in the viewership by I, herself. Well, by I, herself. I watched I watched when Amarosa was there. And Amarosa was worth watching, but Tiffany Pollard would be much more worth watching than Amarosa. Yeah. Sorry. It's just true. It's true. For the younger generation, they would mm-hmm. tune in to see that shit. This bitch I, is still trending to this day. Yeah. That cigarette sitting on the couch, uh, mean bitch, <laughs> iconic. <laughs> the fact that y'all know what I'm talking about, just in description, is yeah, alone the iconic. The was she laid up in the bed with her arms off. Yes. Mm-hmm. That could have took Maybe. her to another level. I'm really gagging they didn't give her the million. She, they, yeah, yeah, they, I think they dropped the ball on that one. And then got, I think so, and then, too. And then had the nerve to replace her with... Who? Tamar Braxton. <laughs> Tamar Braxton. All I can see is Tracy. Tracy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, and while we're saying that, imagine a milk dud. Okay, and put some lipstick on it. Okay, go ahead. Oh, you know what? A milk dud, baby. Milk- imagine it. Hey, it's, it's create the imagery here. Okay, with the dents and all in it. Oh. But, you know, <laughs> at least Tamar, if you're going to do the low cut, I think you need to just grow it in a little bit and at least get a line up. but it would look so cute. A line up. Okay, so she, y'all tried it. She's on the show. Okay, so I'm sorry. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and uh, Candy Burns. Candy Burris also. Candy Burris! So they get the million either, so let's give it a try. Honey, tried it. Well, listen, the tight teeth talking empress don't need they million, honey. She the vocal goddess of flatness. <laughs> the vocal goddess. Ay, 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 ay. The confidence in her voice. So <laughs> the confidence in her face. This bitch knew she's heard it. She really mm-hmm. takes it there. Cycles. And then her little hands be up like she's chewing it like Mariah. I was like, bitch, your scales are off. <laughs> they look, they Y'all. sound like dragon scales. They're rough. I have never clicked on either of those videos. And I am so Please happy. Please do. always on mute. Do yourself a favor. No. So right. me, I did. And stick to right. you telling me you, ain't never, you never heard one of my videos. Which one? You never heard one of my videos. You know, she got to talk like that. <laughs> no. Um, she sounds like, you. I don't understand why I Bitch, stop <laughs> talking through your teeth. <laughs> Open your mouth, bitch. You need some veneers? You need braces? Let me know. Because what you said was some bullshit. She said that? <laughs> no, no she, what you said was some bullshit. <laughs> like what you said was... Bitch. Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Open your y'all, mouth. <laughs> y'all accuse me of being a fucking racist. Okay, honey. Y'all yeah, accuse okay. me of being a fucking racist. Oh my, <laughs> my God. Please. Emery. This bear is home, bitch. I can't tell Emery, you. Emery, this... you so lucky. You so lucky that uh, this episode don't come out till Monday, honey, because... The way you act, the candy and the, and the candy coat, the click would have ran your ass right up out of Atlanta this weekend, honey. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> ran your ass. Atlanta. Ran, ran your ass right up out of Atlanta. No, you're right. I got to watch my words. I got to watch my words. Okay. 
But I can have um, her mean in the snap. Oh, let me stop. Let's just oh, oh, see. You talking but about joining joining them <laughs> you will, about be, um, <laughs> will be the Olympic swimmer Ryan Lochte, Candy Burris, okay. um, <laughs> Olympic hurdler Lolo Jones, Uncle Joey from Full so House. Um, who Lolo else is on Jones here? Anybody else brown? She that? is um, Dina Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, man, man. Come on, um, man, Dina. The, who? Anthony Scaramucci, you know, the um y'all dumbass president's um White House communications director who only lasted you, for like what? a few That's days. So random. You know what? That's so random. Is Nini on Tamar <laughs> and then um Aaron Samuels from Mean Girl thing. And that and still that doesn't amount list. to Tiffany Pollard. I'm sorry. No, nope. it doesn't. Somebody, no. somebody dropped the ball. They dropped. I'm the not ball. watching that. Sorry, Bitch. No, I'm not watching that. I don't watch. I don't watch, watch Big Brother, but I literally would have if she was on the show. Yeah, yeah. I would have actually if I would have saw Tiffany and Tamar in the room together. To me, that's more entertaining Baby. than the rest yeah, of the that cast. Been entertaining. Very entertaining. Because either that would go great or sour. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's touch on this lightly. I do want to give y'all updates on what's been going on with R. Kelly, the um, <laughs> oh, Robert, the Pied Piper, Robert, Robert, yes, <laughs> the Pied Piper. Okay, the Pied Piper. Yeah, <laughs> don't disrespect the king of R and B. Child, bye. <laughs> At this point, I'll let it go. Fuck it. Okay, so he's under criminal investigation for texting a 15-year-old girl, and this is done by the state of Georgia. They are seizing all of his... um, I'm seizing all of his text messages, I believe. And yeah, that was definitely some inappropriate sexual conduct, and they're trying to make that a case. Another thing that happened on January 16th is his studio, his music studio in Chicago was raided for improper residency. Um, it's been said that he owes $166,000 in back rent mm. and he's facing eviction. Okay. I think some people, they found like beds and shit. Like people were staying there like it was a home. Yeah, he fucked And, and you can't do that in a place of business for commercial purposes. Disgusting. Yeah. I'd also like to add that some information has come to light that, you know, he may have possibly been, well, possibly having um, all this time male lovers. One in particular that is one of his, um, you know, handlers in his entourage. The young lady that he may dress like a boy or, you know, so he could fetishize, fetishize her. She has now, she's been talking. Saying that um, he forced her and the, you know, her and the other girls to eat his excrement, um, as well as all kinds of other depraved acts. This is going to get worse. Yeah, it is. And I find that particularly disgusting with this young lady because he has a. Well, he has a biological daughter who is, who is now a man of trans experience. Really? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I and didn't they know that he did talk to her for a while too, or him. Right. I'm sorry, he did talk to him for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because She's... of it. Mm-mm-mm. Disturbing all around. Well, that's an interesting fact to learn. It sure is. All right, so I don't want to spend too much. 
time on Roberto. We'll be watching. But what I do want to do is, is we're going to take a break and we're going to get into our Need Some Head segment. Ooh, Y'all ready to give somebody the lick of lacking of their life or suck some dick? We don't know yet. Let's find out. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? A little clue for you. (laughs) Getting some head. Okay, and we're Mm. back with a need some head segment. You ready? Now, it's no secret. I'm a motherfucking hot boy that likes to get his freak on. Right? And so, the person deserving of head this week is none other than Missy Elliot. Yeah, Mr. Mina. Mr. I like Mr. to get to know you so I can show you. Bitch. Oh. Show you. <laughs> Open your legs. Give you a taste. Yes. <laughs> Open your legs. Give you a taste. Holla. <laughs> Ain't no stopping me. Copywritten, so copy don't copy written, me. Don't, don't copy me. <laughs> okay, y'all do it sloppy. Y'all do it sloppy. Missy. Oh. Okay. So, Missy, no disrespect to your 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 wife, but need to give some head this week. Um, I want to say congratulations. It was announced on January twelfth that she will be inducted to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Yeah. So I mentioned this before, but for those who don't know, one of the inductee, well, the possible inductions was also Mariah Carey, yes, along was. with other members. Mm-hmm. Some, um, actually, one of the songwriters were a very responsible, heavy vehicle behind TLC. Yes. Oh. Um, yeah. So, Missy made it. That's a big fucking deal. Yes. But I do want to give a list of artists that she's wrote for. She has wrote for Dustin Child, Sierra, Little Mo, 702, Tweet, Monica, New Edition, Fantasia, Whitney Houston, Timberland, Total, Faith Evans, Mel B, and of course, Aaliyah, yes. amongst mm-hmm. others. Along with being a producer. Right. And among and also her own hits. Mm-hmm. Definitely a hip-hop legend. Yes. Yes, Lord. And been one. She is actually the first female hip-hop artist ever to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. That's actually, dope. the third hip-hop artist, period, regardless yes. of race and gender. It's huge. Yeah. To be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. When Missy, dropped, when Missy dropped She's a Bitch, she changed the game. Do you yeah. understand yeah. that? First of all, she already changed the game where I can't stand the rain, but that was just like a little bit. But bitch, when she came with She's a Bitch era, she actually taught the girls again. Yeah, how how to do music videos and how to produce Her and write music. Music and yeah. actually, for the future. This award is cute. Well, actually, it's amazing. This you have to have twenty years as a songwriter to even get nominated. Come on, yeah, come on. And so, but this is major. But she's definitely deserving of a video Michael Jackson music vanguard award. Yeah, that's next, please. That's the next. Okay, it has to be. It has to be. Missy is iconic. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite Missy songs, it's probably an unpopular opinion, but I love um, <coughs> All In My Grills. I mean, why would that be unpopular? That was why like a you hit. All in my grill? That was a hit. <laughs> it would be. Can't <laughs> you pay my bill? I wish I could have said Yeah. Bitch. She was going, that little bitch in the background was going off, though. Wasn't that Nicole, Nicole saying? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Nicole. 
brown skin chocolate, honey. Gorgeous. Uh, what, she was doing the most. She was doing the most. Pussycat is one of my favorite Missy Ellie songs. Yeah. One of my favorites will always be, and because my boyfriend... Oh. Did the track, and that will be Sock It To Me. Oh, oh bitch, yeah. Oh, that's easy. Oh, uh, easy yeah. in the top ten. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Everything was perfect. song was perfect. Yes. I have many Missy Elliott favorites. It's hard to... Thank you, Missy. You still getting checks to that. Yeah. She's actually one of very few female hip-hop artists with number one hits. <laughs> well, she deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Congratulations. Congratulations, Missy Elliott. Yes. Congratulations. And of course, well don't deserved. fail me now. What's <laughs> <laughs> it don't, don't fail me now? Black Nobody else. And I hope yeah. you don't mind me being in charge this time and spreading your legs to eat your pussy. Ooh, oh, see, you know what? Oh, was that shade? Oh, chomp, chomp, chomp. <laughs> and we're going to move into our topic of the day. <laughs> that chomp, chomp, chomp. Chewing it, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Here's the T-O-D, the topic of the day. And now we're back for the topic of the day. (laughs) And the topic this week is Astrological Assholes, Volume 2. This time, as you all know, this is going to be an ongoing series of astrological assholes. So look out for the oncoming episodes. Oh my God, I'm glad we're exploring this topic so soon again. But it was so popular amongst my listeners that I figured, why the fuck not? They want more. They they want the proof. They want more, more. They want answers. They want answers. Tell me that. Tell me that on. Tell me why you don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay. oh. So we're going to do Astrological Assholes Volume 2, but we're also, I want to center it towards compatibility in relationships. Oh. Very, very important. Oh, my God. Very, very, very important. So I want to start off with what is everyone's favorite sign today? I think mm-hmm. it's important. I think it's important to at least consider what sign they are. Therefore, you can get prepared for how they're going to be. And there's ways that you can do that ahead of time, I think, Mm -hmm. for the most part. So you asked, what's my favorite? I love to be with Geminis. I love to be with Tauruses. Um, And I have had good experiences with Sagittarius. And what's your sign again? I'm an Aries, of course. Great. Yeah. Ram. Yeah, 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 yeah. March 25, uh, March Aries, mind you. So um, there are others that I like, but those are my favorites. Those are your top three. Those are my top three. All right. What about Jay? Um, For me, you know, I'm drawn to the fire. I'm a Libra. So I tend to find myself in these strange circumstances with like fire signs. So um, Aries. Sagittarius, um, Leo, Leo. Yeah, I'm always somehow, some way. There's always like a, a fire sign in my life, no matter what. Can I just say that I think fire signs are good for Libras? Like, I know, love it. I, I, I they can definitely. Be. I think they can be. You know, Lindsay's I always say that Aries. You know, need. <laughs> I mean, well, fire signs need 
air, you know, air sustains fire, you know, helps it grow. And I think the fire signs add a bit of, you know, get up and go for the lazy Libra. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, because of their, well, Aries in particular, because there's a polarity there, because there's exact opposites, they fill in the blanks with each other. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I think fire signs are cool for um, air signs. And what about yourself? For myself, no shade. I love my sign. I am a Virgo. I'm a September Virgo. And I am currently with a Virgo. Um, on the cusp of Libra, and that's perfect for me. I love Libra, and I love Virgos. I don't know. Maybe that's our quiet ego showing. I don't know. Is there anything but, that comes secondary and third? Um, possibly Capricorn. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But I think I think the men are so mean, though. But I mean get along. Also, yeah, like. I do get along with them. I'm always surrounded by them. I'm usually approach, approached by Scorpios, though. The but ones that's ruin your I life. I think that's because they want to ruin my life. <laughs> they're usually very handsome and charming, and I get all swept up until I'm like, what sign are you? And they're like, Scorpio. And I'm like, oh, God, you would ruin me. Not, yeah. in, not into it. But I love being I'm, with a Virgo. Not into it. So, I think for me, there's no secret that <laughs> obviously my favorite sign of date is Gemini. Yeah, Gemini. Mm-hmm. Gemini I feel Jones. like this. I mean, since Gemini. I was probably, <laughs> I, I discovered my 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 soulmate actually is my best friend um, Ashley. Um, she's a Gemini, born June fifteenth, yes. and I just have this. It's a ridiculous bond with her. And then I have another very close person to me that was born on June 15th. And, you know, it's just like, it's, there are no coincidences. I, I attract so many Geminis in my life that it's like, how can I not love them? You know? And um, mm-hmm. I think secondary for me would be, who else would I say? Mm. Have you ever had anyone else that's another sign to know? <laughs> okay, no. ain't, ain't 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 okay, I'll ain't say that. Okay, no, I actually, at this point in my life, I can say him. that I like dating Aries when we're compatible. <laughs> um, you know, some of them can be pretty hot headed, but when I wait, tell- was Vegeta a Gemini too? No, that was a Capricorn. Oh, oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> no, so Cap- I attract Capricorns. I'm not compatible with them. That's the issue. Why? They ain't shit. They, Oops. They're mean. Well, I was going to say, well, yeah, child. I see, I see why you don't like them. No, actually, okay, let me say this. Let me be, I'm not going to fight. Capricorns are amazing. People. No, they're accountants. But <laughs> the amazing parts of them are... Um, countered with n- very nasty human traits, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Oh, like I think that they are some of the most go-getting motherfuckers, driven, passionate, um, actually loyal to. Like they will be down for you, but at the same time, they can be so motherfucking heartless to people. Oh yeah, um, insensitive, um, one-track-minded, um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think some of those things, and 
their egos. I think a lot of those things, a massive ego, I'm sorry, those things can get all in the way of a successful relationship. And that's why I'm like, I don't know. But as a, I'm a Libra. And so compatibility-wise, we're not supposed to get along anyway. Libra, I mean, Libra, least compatible signs are Cancer and Capricorn. Mm-hmm. That's not my... Oh. And, that, and I didn't need a book to tell me that. No. I didn't. But on a friendship level, that's different. I love Capricorns and Cancers on a friendship level. But as a relationship, we can't provide each other with what we both what need. What you need. Yeah. I, uh, just Capricorns are accountants. Emotional accountants. They make an accounting for everything. Everything. Every piece of paper. Every fuck. Bitch, y'all do too. Everything. Virgos. Well, they're very closely related to Virgos because yeah. we're both earth signs. Uh-huh. But they take, they're like Virgos to an extreme. Capricorns will throw shit in your face immediately. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time I've dealt with a cancer, I mean, uh, Capricorn, they would throw some shit in your face and I just cannot deal. It's like, remember that time I did this for you when you was down on your last $2 and you had to Emotional sleep on my couch? And you'd be like, bitch. Everything they've ever done for you. Capricorns literally have a book. Let, let mm-hmm. this be known. Don't don't get in an argument with Capricorn. I'm, I'm just trying to don't actually ever. help y'all. They don't let you forget your past. They don't. No. But let me just tell you why I'm trying to save y'all. Because Capricorns are not scared to hit below the belt. No. Nope. No, not at all. They actually got a whole book ready to read you. Yeah, right away. At mm-hmm. all given times. It's given bitch. I can't wait for this bitch to try me because but, yeah. I, I got you. Yep. See, but being the Virgo that I am, they can never. Like, I have... I have um, silenced so many Capricorns with one, like, with one sentence. They don't scare me at all, and they know it. That's they fine. But I deal with too many of them. I'm going to tell I you know. right now, that's because y'all one and the same, bitch. Purple they asses. Y'all okay. one and the same. And the words of Raven, bitch, that's your sister. That's your sister. <laughs> that ain't my sister. Okay, but to close it off, my third favorite sign today. Oh my god, outside of Gemini's and Aries. Um <laughs> uh, I like Sag, but I oh. haven't not created anything serious with a Sag in my life. So mm-hmm. but I love them. I don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. <laughs> but, but I like them. <laughs> no, but they're one of my favorites still, but I know that they are really they're for the show. They like to do... One of the biggest egos in the Zodiac. Oh, no God. Thing. We can go on for days. But I'm very compatible with them. It's no secret. Mm-hmm. I they're, like them, too. They're down for a good time. Especially a very women. good time. I have had so many women sadges like Nicki Minaj. I kind of understand her. Because to me, she reminds me of one of my girlfriends that I'm close... One of my closest girlfriends is the same kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and another ex-best friend of mine was a Sagittarian, like, you know, I fucks with them. Well, you know, Virgos, you fucks with everybody. Well, y'all care if y'all care enough. Yeah. So, I'm going to talk about Usually this. Usually we don't. What's, <laughs> what were some of your worst experiences dating a sign that you weren't compatible with? Like, what signs really was like, you knew right away that this is not for me? I have to Well, say. you said it. Earlier for me, which would be a cancer, <laughs> and you was a Libra, <laughs> yeah. And I dated a cancer, and and I quickly realized 
this ain't gonna work. <laughs> it's not. It's not gonna work. The the emotion, honey. The the neediness. The Ooh. I need to talk to you and hear from you all day, every day. And me as a Libra and an air sign, like I be wanting my space. I I definitely believe in me time, and that yeah. cancer in my life yeah. did not believe in me time. We're very censoring and we flighty. It's like uh uh-uh, uh, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, uh, to be clear, what a cancer needs, it's not wrong. It just does not work for us. Yeah, right. yeah, it's just a, yeah, it's not wrong. It's just that I was unable to provide that, though. Yeah, I can't provide what you need, and you mm-hmm. can't provide what I need. Um, who else wants to talk about an experience? I think um, cancers, for me, everything Jaren said about cancers, but I don't, I don't think he stressed enough how consistent they are like on an everyday basis they're this way (laughs) (laughs) they're this way and to me they when i think about a cancer i think about this these questions why you gotta say it like that well why'd you do it like that oh why you looking like that what would make you say that than what is is at surface level they and that kind of shit is draining people <laughs> but we know what it is because they're I, they're my top, they're my top four petty signs. Get to know me first, mm-hmm. and then you can decide. You know what they I'm, can. They have to ask every time. They don't have the capability to understand. It's when you first meet too. They don't understand nonverbal communication at all. Like <laughs> they don't. If you do something in a certain way that's outside of the norm, they don't yeah. get it. And and or if you say something. You can say something that's very fucking clear on the message, and they're like, why you got to say it like that? Because <laughs> your delivery <laughs> threw off the message. Baby, I can't. You can give them flowers, but you tossed it to them. Why you got to hand it to me like that? Mm-mm. Doesn't mean that I was, you know, I was harassing you for flowers? That mean that you don't want mean it? Like, Baby. They are those people. Yeah, they are. Well, I Lindsay? know. For, well, I dated an Aries briefly. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on, <laughs> hold on, bitch. Excuse me. Let her go. Let her go. <laughs> I dated an Aries. I, I don't know. I can't really say anything bad because this Aries has come in and out of my life. Like, there's always conflict, but we get along so well. It's at the same time, it's weird. Same thing, my brother's an Aries, but romantically, I don't think Virgos and Aries go together. I'm too practical in nature. They're too impulsive. His impulsiveness, it was off-putting to me. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I'm a little bit, I was a little bit too cerebral for him, but it still worked for some reason. I don't know, this, this Aries has been in and out of my life for a good 15 years. Mm-hmm. What can I say? I don't know. But mm. I don't think we're compatible. You know, I don't know. So Aries is not one of those signs that romantically, I don't think it really works. And definitely Scorpio. No. <laughs> You're compatible with Scorpio. You just don't. No, they just, they, They're shitty. <laughs> just say that they have they're shitty handsome. behavior. They're usually like in these handsome chart. Like I'm all entranced by them until they reveal themselves. But let's talk about it. When you attract the same sign in your life consistently, don't you think that means something? It does. I don't know. I keep, I keep attracting them. It's weird. Mm-hmm. 
It's weird. And not I just attracting recently, them, but too. inviting them. Yeah, it's weird. I was out recently, maybe like two, three years ago. Well, I'm in a relationship, but still, when you're when I'm out of the party, I'm still mixing and mingling. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, I met this guy who we were chatting for a while. He was like, Oh, I'm a Scorpio. And I'm like, why do they keep following me? <laughs> why? Leave me alone. Pay it. I mean, for myself, I think for me, the worst experience was, um, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Capricorn, but I just realized something. You already went off. What? I just realized something. It wasn't as worse as dating a Pisces. Oh, wow. Mm. I thought, and I'm thinking back, they were, their romanticism it's mm-hmm. like unmatched. You know, it's very much like I see you. Uh, I see us being together. Yes, we're together. For forever. I see our wedding. Mm-hmm. This is in the first week. Uh, I see our wedding. And, you know, I'm going to wear white with lace and you're going to have a bed. You know, it's giving Miss Thing, come down. I just met you. I yeah. can't. Uh, I, I, I'm and, too practical. I don't think that I can meet their emotional expectations. And, you know, I remember a, a Pisces broke out with me. And <laughs> I think I talked about this on the show. But they were like, you know, I just think we need to break up. And I told him because I didn't have the um, I didn't have the, the courage to break up with a person at the time. And I said, I think that you're right. I don't think it works either. Oh. And he was mad. Well... Cause I, he wanted I thought you to I, fight for him. He was like he wanted me to fight for him, and also he wanted me to be affected because he wasn't mm-hmm. already getting emotions for me, and also wasn't getting any passion for me. I know that made that. So that just made it off. worse. That like, bitch, I get nothing from you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my definite worst experience. Well, actually, that's the way to stab them. That's the way I have in the past, by being very clinical <laughs> and aloof. Pisces are pretty cool if they, if you, if you randomly assure them. Mm-hmm. That's how you have to deal with the Pisces. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's totally natural when you're in a relationship and somebody, and you can see insecurities in your lover. I mean, I think that there's all a time that we can see that. But when you're with a Pisces, you need to do it a little bit more. And when you're with a Cancer, you need to do it a little bit more. You got to be Not a little bit more conscious that. of actually... Your every move. I'm not interested in any more Your delivery. Fuck that. A lot of nonverbal communication cues. No, I would eat them alive. No. My dad was a cancer. He was a loving, doting father, but he was a petty-ass motherfucker. (laughs) And um, my mom, who was a Leo, they were a perfect match. Mm. Perfect. You know, but... mm -mm, My moon is in cancer. Maybe that's where I get my pettiness from. But you know my, what? Oh my God! My I think mine is a Scorpio, which is interesting. Who is a Scorpio? My Moon Rising is Scorpio. Mm. I was just gonna say a Pisces. To get back to them, you have to find the Pisces that's on the last, on the cusp of it, towards Aries. Then you, then you will like them more. I mm-hmm. promise you. They're a little bit more laid back and. Uh, but and they're good friends to Aries. I have a lot of Pisces in my life, and my sisters are Pisces. Mm. What sign are your parents? Mine is an Aquarius and a Cancer. 
I think that uh, mine is a- mine's are a Pisces and a Pisces. <laughs> and then my mama went off and married another damn Pisces. Oops. No so, coincidences. Mine's is two Capricorns. Bitch. Well, I just said mine. it. Leo and Cancer. Leo and, and Cancer. And I have an Aries brother. And I grew up with a Scorpio brother. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to talk about the songs that you're supposed to be compatible with. Uh, so let's talk about it. Each sign is within two groups, um, but there's an elemental sign. So compatibility is mostly based on your elemental sign. Your sun sign is mostly based on your elemental sign. Um, so if you, there's fire, water, air, and earth. The fire signs are Aries, Sagittarius, and Leo. And the air signs are Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini. And all of those signs are supposed to be compatible. And then you have the other two houses. You have Earth and Water. You have Virgo, Capricorn, and Taurus making up the Earth house. And you have Pisces, Cancer, and... um, What's the other one? Pisces, Cancer, and... Water? Scorpio. Scorpio, I'm sorry. Scorpio. And Scorpio <laughs> making up the house of water. And mm-hmm. earth signs and water signs are supposed to be automatically compatible. We're not. But, <laughs> but each earth, within now, these houses. Within these houses of elemental signs, um, everyone has a song that is literally six months after your sign, which is your astrological opposite. That and so, for example, six months before Libra is Aries, and so that makes Le- um, Aries our astrological opposite, right? And the with your polarity. opposite sign, those signs are literally signs that you have a 50 50 chance with, kind of on a compatibility level, but y'all are still compatible. It's really a hit or miss, yes. Um, so everyone, I, I really and, I really think you should find out what your astrological opposite is. It's very much a 50-50 fit. Miss. <laughs> I don't know what mine is. Um, you are a Virgo. Pisces. Pisces is Pisces. your 50-50. Yeah. I would never date one. <laughs> Ever. Ever. There are going to be some Pisces that you really like and some that you really fucking hate. <laughs> but they're still not your least compatible sign. But those are the signs that you're supposed to be compatible with. Do you guys kind of agree with that? Mm-hmm. I'm compatible with all three of mine. Well, uh, Libra, um, Gemini, and... Well, you have more than three. You have, like, six. Bitch, it ain't six. It's You're supposed to be compatible with all the fire signs and all the air signs, but the Libra sign is... So, five and a half. I like Aquarius is more than I'm willing to admit. Um, <laughs> but I've never been in a relationship with one. Y'all are two very strong personalities, so I can see that. You same with you and Leo. I, y'all are two very strong personalities, so it would take some person to like be on the submissive side for that to even work. To, in my opinion, yeah, it, it's not really, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Aries and Leo is not that good. Um, but do you guys kind of get that compatibility thing? Does it make? Does mm-hmm. it apply to your life, Jay and Lindsay? Well, definitely. Well, on the friendship side, yes. I have Capricorn surrounding me. I have Tauruses surrounding me. Um, but I absolutely, well, I don't know. It's weird. I'm a weirdo. I adore Geminis and Libras. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I already said I track fire signs. There's always a constant fire sign in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can definitely see the whole thing with Libras and Aries because you know my situation with the last Aries in my life. We we fought and made up literally every other day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another Aries. Mm-hmm. That was Bay. That was Bay. I literally called that man Bay. He had a, a girlfriend, everything, but that was Bay. Mm-hmm. But you... outside of our elements, <laughs> shut we... up, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> outside of the elements, we have other categories that we're um, associated with, um, and there are three, and that's cardinal, mutable, and also um, fixed. Fixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Marcus, well, our Aries is fixed, right? Um, no. Libra so, is cardinal. Um, fixed signs are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. I'm mutable. Yes, you are. The mutable Me, signs Gemini. are Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then outside of that, the cardinal signs are Aries, Cancers, Libra, and Capricorn. Mm-hmm. And cardinal signs are really like, they're the starters. They're the leaders. They're the idea people. Yeah. They're the originals. They initiate things. Um, the mutable signs are the people. Um, they, they're adapters. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit older and wiser. They're more flexible and comfortable with change. Yep. Um, they're chameleons. They're editors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have the fixed signs. Um, who they set up very solid goals or foundations and they start building. They have mm-hmm. enthusiastic ideas. Um, they, but they actually craft them into something real. They're builders. That's very true. Very stable people, actually. Um, so, yeah. So, I want to, it may be weird. But they, these, we, what we basically talked about in terms of compatibility are our sun signs. There are things that are exist, that exist outside of that to create compatibility that we actually should be creating more attention to. And it really is dependent upon whether you believe in astrology or not. For those Mm -hmm. that, because I don't believe that you should say, okay, this person is not compatible with me based on my sun sign and say, no, we won't work. You can't. No, you be- have to try. I, but what I will say is that, like, when I meet a son that's in another category, even though I'm not like um, discriminatory about it, I'm like, oh, bitch, this is a Cancer, or oh, oh, bitch, this is a <laughs> this is a Gemini. Like, I, I pretty much, after some observation, I know. Yeah. Whether this is gonna be a go or not. Yeah. Yeah, but there are other yeah. things that are important too outside of your sun sign and ter- for romance purposes. <clears throat> and so I wanted to talk about an article from um, Psychic Performer. And there are four other astrological compatibility indicators. Mm. Oh. So the first one is your Venus and Mars placements. <laughs> and I was that- like, what is that about? So... Venus, which is actually Libra's and Taurus's Aries. ruling planet. Uh-huh. Aries, Aries is ruled by Mars, which is interesting. It's very interesting. But Venus position, that talks about your love and romance. Uh-huh. And Mars is about your passion, fire, passion. and sexuality. Yes, the Lord. And these two 
charts are critical for your good love match. Mm-hmm. And astrologer will look at your sun sign and house placement of each sign for each person and compare each one. Strong angles between these two planets across the charts are generally considered essential for a relationship to last the distance. So to be long-lasting. Look at us, we're going the distance. Shut up. So, shout out to Mariah Carey. Another important thing, <laughs> number two, is your compatible ascendant sign. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, for those who don't know, this is based on your time, date, and place of birth. Mm-hmm. So, in astrology, your ascendant sign shows our mass, mm. the way we present ourselves to the world. And although in a relationship you would expect partners to understand one another on a much deeper level, than the ascendant sign. Some partners with incompatible ascendant signs will struggle to get together in the first place because they simply do not appeal to each other or make a good first impression. Oof, that's a big one. Yeah, That's a big one. one. I hope you go swallow that one. Yeah. Relationships (laughs) seem to have come together against the artist or whether the partners initially dislike one another. And so your ascendant sign, <laughs> like say for example, I'm, I'm, la- I'm laughing because it's so true. It's so true. Mm-hmm. So even though, like, we may, be, let's say, um, I'm a Libra, and Lindsay's a Virgo, and my ascendant mm-hmm. sign is Virgo. So a, I, my ascendant sign is literally is Virgo, actually. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I may make a great impression to her on a Virgo level, really. Like, oh, I feel like I get him. You know, it's or if, my, if her mm-hmm. ascendant sign was Libra, and I might be like, hmm, I'm interested in knowing that person, you know? But when you meet someone, I, I, I don't know. I found myself sitting by a Scorpio lately, and that never happened. <laughs> yeah, so, you, and it probably was something deeper than ascendant sign. You'd be like, bitch, how? That's smitten. Yeah. Word. So that's how we can't be so strict on our, our sun sign. Like, like, yeah. Another yeah. important thing, number smitten. three. The role of the sun and moon sign. Mm. So the sun sign is important for synastry, but not as important as you think. So the astrological sun sign represents our ego. Mm-hmm. But it's not so much the sun sign which is important here. More, it's, it's the house placement to show how and where life, where in life the ego is expressed. The moon sign represents our emotional nature. Mm. As much as it is very important in a loving relationship. For example, a person with a Scorpio sun may have a Gemini moon, which is exactly conjunct, conjunct, I'm sorry, to their partner's Gemini sun. So they may understand them on a more emotional level because their moon sign is compatible with their sun sign. So I really, it's really deep. So, Try to get, um, if you do believe in this type of stuff, I need you to go to your birth certificate and say, oh, what time and place where I was born and find out what your moon sign is. Mm-hmm. And look this up. Look this up. You can look, go to um, one of my favorites is Cafe Astrology and they will tell you. And the fourth and last one is the voices of other planets. Now, I don't really get into planets like that. And I was like, what the fuck is this talking about? So, 
It was like it basically says so it's not only the sun, moon, Mars, and Venus in ascendant which are important in relationship compatibility. Each of the other planets also has a voice in to add via its sign, house position, and any aspect it makes to the other chart. Astrologers look to Mercury for indication of intellectual rapport between the partners and to Jupiter for shared ethics and morals as well as shared sources of joy. Mm. Strong and stable Saturn links across the charts are important in providing staying power and for grounding a relationship. But the wrong kind of Saturn links can indicate a depressive and restrictive relationship or even a cruel one. Neptune aspects between the charts spread magic and fairy dust or even reveal deception, infidelity, and illusions. Depending on the exact placement. Got it. Pluto indicates we're in a relationship. Upheaval will be felt. While Uranus links us to a lot about how these partners surprise each other in both good and bad ways. (laughs) Uranus. (laughs) so astrological compatibility is very complex you don't want to fixate yourself on like oh the sun sign we're not compatible in that way but i do think on some very surface levels like you said sun sign is your ego and so it tells us a lot about uh, ourselves but ain't y'all tired of dating three and four people a year god lord Jeez. Yeah, you gotta get into this it's shit. Even, what's your sign? Okay, no, bitch, no. Next. Okay, what time you were born? I ain't got no time. Where to was waste. you born? Don't okay. do that. No, because honestly, yeah, you like it. I think if we focus too much on this shit, we might get distracted <laughs> from. We might miss out on a good opportunity. On a actually. good opportunity. But from our, I'll just go with your heart and, and figure out what you feeling with somebody, mm-hmm. child. But so. you know what? From our experience, all of us on here, we're successful with the same sign. So these bitches need to try too. This is true, but what I would add to that is, um, well, girl, well, wait a minute. Yeah, define successful. See, I had a two levers on this thing on a dollar bill. I have never had a successful relationship with a Libra. Define successful. Define successful. I have never had. You know what I mean. No, I get what you mean, but you don't want to fixate yourself too much on it because it doesn't tell the entire story. And you, I, do, don't you all believe in the eighty twenty rule? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You like believe in the your partner can satisfy you eighty percent, but there are going to be twenty percent of things that you don't necessarily agree with or don't like. Like if you want absolutely. your, like if you want your assay, but you don't want to ask. Yeah, it's given mm-hmm. us the twenty percent. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta let go. You gotta let it go, girl. Yeah. Uh, and so, as I, I saw um, um, a life coach say this, they were like, um, compromise where you can, where you can't, don't. Yeah. It's exactly. as simple as that. Yeah. Uh, and let that be the t- determining factors in your relationship. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. That's a big one. Yeah, it really is. Compromise? It is. Uh, compromise for what? Compromise? Compromise for what? Compromise for what? I want y'all to know that she died single. That's okay. And that's okay. With cancer. And that's just okay. Oh, my God. Want to know why, though? I'm messing with real. You you do have to compromise. You do have to compromise. You do have to compromise. compromise. But some women don't. All right, let me tell you her sign. What? 
Capricorn. Uh, and I'm not surprised oh, that a Capricorn wasn't really the copper Here bag. we go again. <laughs> this is just is what it is. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, yeah. I, even though we talked about signs today, I want you guys to challenge yourself to look outside of that if you feel strongly about astrology and use it loosely if you're only going to focus on the sun sign. I think loosely is fair. Use loosely is fair. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's not very much saying, okay, I meet you, you this sign, I'm done with you. If you have a if you have a bad situation with a cancer every time, take a hint, bitch. Like it's not yeah. it's not gonna work. Just get No, yeah, if if, if someone's sun sign really like ruins a relationship from the very get go, pay it. Really? Yeah. But there are other aspects of a relationship that you should really focus on too. And like like for example, if you're getting together with somebody that is compatible with you on a sun level, um try to look into the other aspects like the moon, the ascendant sun and those other things the planets. And be like, oh, okay. But I need also people to understand, like, bitch, a person is not going to be your 100% soulmate. Some people want this perfect ideal relationship from a, Absolutely. you know, like, for some type uh, of romance movie. And it's not a movie. Nope. This ain't a movie, dog. This is real life. You write, you write your own movie. That's, you write your own that's the movie. secret to it. Yeah. You got to grow out of that. Ain't that right, Lindsay? <laughs> Oh, yeah, the two Libras are the only one single on this phone. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry, this um, recording in the studio, because we're in the studio right now. That's where we at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, some, sometimes the movies flop, and sometimes they're blockbusters. <laughs> you, know, you, just, <laughs> you never know. Some of them go straight okay. to Blu-ray. You never, you never okay. So, no. Blu-ray. Straight, straight to DVD for some of y'all. <laughs> for DVD to some of y'all. Do people still use those? Yeah. I just buy my shit right off iTunes if I'm going to watch a movie. Like, do people have DVD players still? Uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I got I got plenty of I balls on DVDs. So. Bitch, do you actually use them? Sometimes, yes, I, I, do yeah, sometimes, sometimes I go back and look at those. Oh, uh, I forgot. Absolutely. See, y'all showing y'all age. Whatever. Whatever. You know, y'all, uh, well, let me ask Jay. Do you actually still play DVDs? Um, well, not me personally. My mom and them still like buy the Blu ray <laughs> for stuff. Bye. Your mama. A woman in her late 40s. I don't have no goddamn Blu ray. <laughs> oh, my mama age like that. She gonna get you, girl. Because age, uh, generational differences does like show up. We, you know. Speaking of, speaking of DVDs, if anybody has the Allure Mini Ball in DC. <laughs> 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 the, the Monday Night Madnesses. Bitch, that is I so need random. that on DVD, please. That is so random, bitch. I can't stand you. No, I, Why? Yeah. Did you get called out for LSS? What's happening? What happened? <laughs> no, more than that happened, darling. You walked that night? I walked that night. Bitch, I need that. Oh. What did you walk, face? I walked the switch. I walked best dress and then I vogue. But there's no footage of it. I'm losing it. But somebody it, has it, though. House it, of the Lord. It be like that. Okay, okay. Um, is there anything else to add here? I think... Mm, no, I think we summed it up for you, girl. Yeah, I think there was a pretty productive conversation. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Y'all, were, y'all were a little hard on... We know who the astrological assholes are of this episode. Yes, Lord. Number one, Cancer. Number two, <laughs> Capricorn. 
Okay. <laughs> Number Look. three, Scorpio. <laughs> there you go. Listen, it's nothing wrong with them per se. It's just that we're not compatible. With you. To you. To you. <laughs> to you. To you. <laughs> to you. To you. That, that clip from Bad Girls Club is iconic. Girl, the fact that Red was talking to the therapist, girl, that takes me higher. Good night, Red. It's like, bitch, why are you talking to her like that? <laughs> and she said it like five times. To you. To you. <laughs> to you, baby. Smoking her cigarette. Okay. To you. To you. <laughs> with, that, with that cigarette in her hand. Perfectly lit. <laughs> Okay, guys, we're going to wrap this up. I really enjoyed my motherfucking co-host this week, per usual. Yeah. And yeah. I want to ask all of our supporters and family to please follow us on Twitter, which is HTS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. And also on Instagram at Hard to Swallow Podcast. And I am going to put it out now. I'm oh. very, very, very interested in calling in some people for our finale that's coming up for the 13th episode. You mean episode. having some people call in. Yeah. Yeah. I want to have some people call in and I want to speak to you guys directly. And we're so, be, we're be the way to phones. earn your spot, you have yeah, to no. show me. You got to... Sh- I'm just calling in, bitch. And Lyrical Mart on move. We're going to be screening these oh, phone calls too, bitch. Yeah. You got to earn your spot. Earn your spot, honey. In the words of motherfucking Silver. So, this yes. is how we're going to earn your spot. I need oh you guys God. to MC write Deborah. reviews on the platform that you're on. Especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. Write a review. A great one with five stars. Write me personally. And tell me that you wrote this review. And show me that you wrote it. And I will... And, and then we will question you and determine which... Five people that we're going to be inviting on. All right, mm-hmm. three to five. There's, a, there's, a, there's definitely <laughs> a particular five. swallower that I'm interested in hearing from. Oh, mm. well, hopefully they, Ooh. hopefully they complete the hack and come on the show. Mm-hmm. Gulp. Oh. So look out for it. That has been my surprise. And swallowers, mm. I think we're out. Bye. Getting some head. Getting some head. I can't. I came in your face, and now you looking real great. Yeah, and the, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Is that a right? No, I just made it up right now. Bars. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, and we out. <laughs>